Hey guys, Editor Gabs here. Just wanted to say that this episode is actually a little bit out of order. Um, Originally, this was going to be our episode 9. However, due to some technical difficulties, our episode 8 audio is actually completely unusable, and we're going to end up re-recording that episode to release you guys at a later date. So um, for the next two episodes, they're going to say they're a little bit later than they actually are. Like this one will say episode 9, the next one will say episode 10, but I promise you we're releasing these as episode 8 and nine on purpose. Thank you guys so much for understanding in advance, and if you have any questions, feel free to ask us. Thanks! Episode nine! Wow! That's so crazy! Hey guys, I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz! And welcome to Their Tropes Battled for Dominance. We're almost at episode That's so exciting. I know, it's crazy. I can't believe we're this far in i know honestly not to like rag on ourselves i thought we'd be further along at this point (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna lie but but, like you know so (laughs) it is what it is it's fun though it's fun so quick recap um i feel like we're probably just gonna do like like rundowns of how the episodes go through 10 and then we'll probably just yeah get into it after that that. yeah Yeah. hopefully people get the gist of it by then but if not and if this is your first time tuning in, we alternate who goes first each week. The first person gets to pick their favorite trope of the week. They'll give you a history lesson about it and give you an excerpt or two of some fix that include the trope. The second person gets randomly assigned a trope. And um, sometimes they love it, sometimes they hate it, like me this week. And we'll do <laughs> the same thing with the history lesson and a thick excerpt. Um, and it's all a bunch of fun. So that being said, Liz, take it away. Um, I don't know. I feel like, uh, uh, we've been making too short of episodes, so, um, anything oh. fun happened recently, Gabs? <laughs> That's true. Um, okay. Little well, intro. I'll, I guess. I'll give a quick little shout out that, um, even though this will be airing, like, two weeks after it happened, this episode, um, tonight, uh, we're recording this, what, the 26th, I'm going on a Twitch stream with a voice actress I really admire, uh, Mercy's voice actress, Lucy Pohl, she runs Immigrant, Immigrant Jam, because she's a comedian, it's one of her comedy skit things, um, she does it, like, weekly on Twitch, and I'm friends with her stream manager, who asked me and my boyfriend and someone else to join in this week, so it'll be really, really fun. I'd say listen, but <laughs> it will have been two weeks, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm really excited about it though. I'm like, nervous. I'm excited for you. That's super cool. I just wish I had my normal setup with me because, like, I'm gonna be like my crappy webcam and my not as good mic. Uh, for the if you're if there's any bad background noise or uh, stuff going on, be aware it's because I'm not in my usual recording space and I'm on the mic I've had since I was 13. So <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not as great quality as the one I normally use. Um, yeah awesome oh i got the covid vaccine i feel like i said that last time though i don't remember if i said that yet um but i got the first dose i'm waiting on the second one so woo, crazy anything to add liz uh well i'm stuck at home currently oh yeah my dad just tested my dad just tested positive for covid so everyone in my house luckily nothing too crazy yet no crazy you know um, so we're all kind of just stuck at the house, quarantining in separate parts of the house, you know. Mm. He is stuck in his room, so um, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of time to catch up on things. Yeah. Um, I also, after 5 billion years, started watching Euphoria, finally. Oh, I've heard it's really good. But... Um, really good. One of the characters writes fanfic, well, wrote fanfiction in middle oh, school. I love that. <laughs> she wrote um, Harry, Harry Styles' ex-Louis Tomlinson fanfiction. Love that for her. Like, um, the she was a popular the, uh, like, the character. Oh my the character. God. Um, she was a popular Larry fanfiction writer on Tumblr, and I was watching that, and I was like, oh, I should bring this up in the podcast. That is something, all right. It was, yeah. I mean, I'm way too late to the party because it came out forever ago, but I'm enjoying I'm, it. I thought that was funny. Me. I haven't even watched it yet. Um, it's good. Uh, really sad. But really yeah, good. I've been like stuck on The Magicians lately, but like the TV show. I haven't read the books. Um, mm-hmm. My dad said he hated the books, and my dad and I have similar tastes in reading, so I haven't really thought about trying it since he said that. But I do really enjoy the TV show. Um, and normally I don't handle like horror and gore really well, but it's done in a way that like for some reason I'm able to stomach it. 
Mm-hmm, but um, oh I mean, gosh, you I just watched The Boys, so like I feel like yeah, a little like, more tolerance. The now. Boys, I was able to like look away like half the time. <laughs> like I literally would have like a game on my phone pulled up so that I didn't play. Oh pay, god, like, full attention. I'm like I'm getting the plot, but not the gore. <laughs> it's a it's intense score, but we love it. Yes, um, it's very good. Tragedy has struck. We will not see in season three. They're doing this arc called Hero Gasm. Yes, we yes, will I not saw that. We will not see the infamous scene between Homelander and Soldier Boy. Jensen Ackle strikes again? Question mark. Yes, no, no, no. Apparently, it's like I read somewhere that it's like rape, which is why they didn't want to include it. Okay, I guess. I mean, I haven't read the comics, so I'm not familiar with it. I mean, to or be fair, like I would be more. I'd be more shocked if the show didn't go for it. I mean, they haven't been like one to shy away from that again like I before mean, you know yeah but they i guess it's more like depends I, on I, how, I don't, I don't I know don't i don't want to say it. that like one is worse than the other because sexual assault is sexual assault Stop. like no matter what yeah but i guess like like i'm trying to think like in the eyes of like a major tv show producer maybe they thought one was worse than the other i guess we'll see we'll see Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe they will hint at it and not make it gruesome, which, like, as, like, hardcore as it was in the comics, maybe, which, what that I'm would, assuming, that sense, which I think would be a good decision. If it yes. adds character, I guess. I don't know. I personally We'll just, see. I'm not into that sort of thing, so. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. See, I didn't know, out? I didn't know the context of the scene. The I just saw. The only context I got was from a couple of articles when you, like, posted that thing that was like, they're not going to do it. I'm like, oh, I wonder why. And I looked into it and it's like, apparently it's like kind of dubcon. Yeah, I only saw that one article. So I was like, damn, that sucks. But makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry, uh, Jensen Ackles, for any slander. Um, if you're homophobic, fuck you. If you're not, sorry. Um, this know. is um, this is a we tread on the line of do we hate Jensen Ackles or not on this podcast? Yes. Um, I will say he's very attractive. So I he is very attractive. So I don't hate him. So please don't be homophobic. <laughs> we tre- that's why I'm saying we tread on the line. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. I'm kind of iffy, but he is please. very attractive, not gonna lie. Oh, um, other quick update. I have been, like, obsessed with Genshin Impact. I got I started playing it about a week ago on stream, because, um, it's been, I wanted something, like, to stream when I was having a bad time on Overwatch, and I am, like, hooked. I'm already AR23. Uh, I've literally had it a week. Um, I have Ninglong, I think that's how you say her name? Um, These words mean nothing to me. Liz, you should play Genshin. It's really fun. Uh, it made no sense I, to me a week ago, and now I finally understand things. I have so many games. I'm like part of the way through, so I cannot. So it's so fun. I yeah, I don't have really any games that I'm like in the middle of, so I don't care. I but have currently uh, two. So which games? Uh, Star Wars. Um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order and Cyberpunk 2077, oh, where I'm, like, barely into Cyberpunk, so I I know, like, I won't be able to, like, really get through it all, but I want to get through it a little bit more before I get into different games, you know? That's fair. Yeah. You know Cyberpunk's worth it. Um, I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I kind of want to um, do it just so I can have a penis and boobs at the same time, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. My friend Nick, who played a lot more of it than me, like is obsessed with it. Um, like you have a computer, at, like, like with your regular oh, setup that can handle it. Of your friends, um, Harrison and oh, I don't remember their name IRL, but uh, they're overwatching with Hyunjuni. Uh huh. Um. Oh, they, Lauren. Is that Lauren? Yeah, that's Lauren. I. They didn't give me a straight answer. They, that's like, Lauren. Harrison was just like. I thought that was Lauren, just, like, the name. And That's then, Lauren. And then um, she was like, I'm, like, so-and-so, I'm Liz and Harrison's friend. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, have I not met it's you? Lauren. <laughs> I've met Lauren, haven't I? No. Are you sure? Is she the You've one who went to, the, to what's it, the, the college that was, like, an hour away? No, that's Sue. Oh, fuck, that's Sue. Are you sure I haven't met Lauren? You've not met Lauren. Okay. You've just heard me talk about her a lot. That's fair. That's fair. I'm um, probably confusing because my high school best friend was named Lauren, so that's where yes. the confusion is. Um, okay. okay, 
I feel like that's enough. Um, yeah. Intro. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Liz, take it away. <laughs> um. So this week I chose royalty AU. Um. Gabs, do you like royalty AU? Um. It's like not usually something I look for, but I've been obsessed with Bridgerton lately. Which, if you haven't watched, it is a fantastic show. And Liz, I think you would very much like it. Gabs, you can't keep telling me to watch new shows. I'm sorry. Please watch Bridgerton. It's not that long. It's one season. It's on Netflix. And it's just, it's good. It's very good. Okay. You guys are like, if anybody's interested in like romance, especially like periods, you know, like, like, uh, like a period piece. Yeah, a period piece. That's the word. Bridgerton is so good. And the, like, the costumes are so beautiful. And really reflect the characters, like, amazing. I just, I don't know, I thought it was a phenomenal um, show, and I kind of want to read the book, so. And I don't mm-hmm. usually like uh, period piece books, so. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, so you don't really read fics that are royalty AU? I mean, I would say that most things I read for either already involve some form of royalty or don't really do it. Like, you know, Shira. Yeah. Obviously, like, there's no royalty AU because we are royalty. Yes, I understand. I mean, I guess Haikyuu had its fair share of royalty AUs back when Demon King Oikawa came out. Does that count? I think it's mm-hmm. like Demon King. <laughs> Demon King. I mean, yeah, royalty, kind of. Kind of. In, in the underworld. <laughs> Just not our world. Yes. Otherworldly uh, royalty AU. Yeah. Um. So, essentially, um, royalty AUs are works where characters who are not typically part of a royal family are. So it can be one character, it could be more, it could be, like, all centered around oh, it. Liz, I lied. I remembered something that I often see royalty at UN. What? So many times in, like, those really, like, poorly written, fit, like, ABO fix, like, Omega Vice fix, where it's, mm-hmm. like, the alpha king looking for his own true <laughs> Omega Stop! And, but they're always, for some reason, like, they, they all look like they're, they all read as if they're written by someone who's, like, not an adult and should not be writing these kind of stories. Um, and yeah. Kind of make me laugh, like not to be not to bash on all of them because there are some that are well written. Um, I just have yet to see any, mm-hmm. and um, they all just kind of make me laugh. I love that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so these uh these pieces typically take place in medieval times or at least the past. Though there are certain fics that are modern and some that are like future royal mm-hmm. AU's. I have read a couple modern royal AU's. Um, we will actually be reading one today. Um, I think they're really interesting. I do like that. Yeah, when it's like with modern times. But yes, like there's that book series I like that literally is that. But it's like, what if George Washington had agreed to be king instead of uh, president? Ooh, and it follows like the modern day line of Washington's very interesting series. That is really American cool. Royals for those interested. I um I mostly would read modern just more because I'm not super into the medieval like yeah. reading about that. I stuff, like when know? women have rights. Sometimes. Yes. I mean granted, yes. not always, but <laughs> what? I mean we don't always have rights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I know it. Oh, I was gonna be like, sometimes, damn, you like us not having rights sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> listen, sometimes I don't want to have rights. I just want someone to take care of me and do everything for me. You know that Cute. one TikTok audio that's like um like like I don't believe in feminism. Men provide for us. <laughs> like, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, where it's, like, feminism leaving my body when... Well, no, no not that one. It's it's literally just, like, like the audio um, is, like... It happens sometimes. Me, it's feminism leaving my body when my job only makes the male cashiers go out and and get all the carts from outside the store. Similar, and it's similar. pouring rain. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I enjoy be I enjoy. Or I when enjoy they're that. like, I need, like, a big, strong man to do all this menial labor and somebody to set up, like, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, I'm Great not job. enough. You guys Sounds do good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so, um, some of these royalty AUs can be fusions with series that canonically have royalty in them. Hmm. I see this a lot for, like, Game of Thrones AUs. Because, like, I've definitely seen that around. I don't, it's not super, super popular, but it is definitely a thing. I've seen that set in, like, Game of Thrones universe. Yeah, I think that's, like, probably, like, one of the most, like, popular ones. I agree, I agree. Um, because, like, I mean, it's such, like, a pop culture phenomenon with, like, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Yeah, don't. But. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's literally not worth it. 
Yeah, I probably I won't. didn't even watch the last few episodes because I was like, this is, like, actually bad. That's fair. I, um, I, and before anyone comes for me, like, I was into the books, like, before the TV show even existed. Like, I, I was into the series way before I should have been as a kid because my dad gave it to me. And, like, I enjoyed the series, but the TV show really massacred, like, the last season just, like, completely massacred the story. Yeah, my parents keep yelling at me to get into it, and I'm just like, I don't know if, if you're I really going have to an read it. <laughs> don't watch it. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't read big. that much. Um, but um, yeah, uh, modern royals. I'm going back to the modern royalty AU. Mm-hmm. It's really popular in from like the fandom like Merlin, because oh, like okay. it's a show that already has royalty in it, but they're mm-hmm. like it's these like AUs are when they're transported to like more of like a modern time. And they play out like British royalty, which is oh, kind of okay. cool. cool. You know, like Speaking oh, they're part of royalty. I've been watching The Crown lately too. <laughs> Guess that show's good. It's good. It's realistic. It's good. Okay. Sorry. Um, no more interruptions about popular media. I promise. It's okay. Um, but so in these fics, Arthur is usually the modern day Prince of Wales, and Merlin is a commoner, mm-hmm. and magic or um, may or may not be a part of the story. So. I feel like um, we should watch Merlin. That's like we one of those should. Sh- like I've heard popular shows that neither of us ever got into. Classic Tumblr. Classic yeah, Tumblr. Yeah, exactly. Classic Tumblr. Um, at the end of the art, like this is from fan lore. At the end, it mentions that it's different from real person fix written about the actual current royal family. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if that really needed to be specified. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized that like that definitely exists. I mean, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either, but. I mean, there's political real person fix of, like, our current governments. True, but those are usually, like, funny, so. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I doubt that all of it is written to be funny. I bet some of it true, is written true, to be pretty true. serious, so. I yeah. mean, maybe some of these are written to be funny and some of them are written to be serious, so who knows? Who knows? Um, Except the authors. I enjoy royalty AU sometimes. It's not something I come across a lot, mm-hmm. mostly because I read Stucky Fix. Yes, Liz, we know. <laughs> Every episode. You sure you haven't ever come across those, like, Omega verse? No, like, like I've, I've read a couple. I've read a couple. <laughs> but really, I don't read them a lot. But I yeah. do enjoy it. Like, I enjoy it when I read it. Because I yeah. think, like, the dynamic is fun and everything i think it's i do i mean i think everybody likes the idea of like being royalty you know yeah and like having you know servants to cater to every whim and literally not having to do anything like the the romanticized version of being romanticized part of it yes like having a title but not having to do all the work sounds phenomenal yeah and like i enjoy royalty i use that, like, I tend to avoid them, like, sometimes, because I feel like a lot of them get into, like, dubcon territory. Yeah. So, yes. I tend to avoid, like, a lot of them, because I'm like, I don't really want to read that. Okay, <laughs> that actually kind of reminds me, because, so, in the episode I was on with the magicians about, like, spoiling for anybody who's interested in watching it, or currently watching it, this happens in season two, but there's a king, and he wants to have, like, like, not really an orgy, but, like, an exhibitionist party. Like, like he wants all these couples to just have sex, like, while he and his wife have sex. And they all just, like, watch each other. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, sitting there naked in the bedchamber. And the wife is like, why? Like, don't do this. Like, am I not enough for you? And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. And, like, got, like couples, and they all agree to it. And she's like, because you're their king. Of course they're going to They're going to agree to it. And yeah. he's like, oh, shit. I didn't <laughs> like, think I about did not... it like that. He's like, oh yeah, because he's like new to being king, and he's like, I fucking Damn. forgot that I have all this power. He's like, I just thought people liked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yes. that's so yeah, that's crazy. But um, I do like a cute little um, I love a cute little royalty AU. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the royalty AU I have for you today is called A Crown for a Heart by Jay Moncheri. It's all one word. Okay. It's a Yuri X Victor fanfic. Oh, so we're going back to Yuri on Ice, baby. All the way back to high school for us. Yeah, um, true. Literally. It, it looks like there's... I copied a lot. Your year? Um, yeah. Yes, you did copy a lot. Jesus. But no, no, no. It looks like it, but there's like a ton of like breaks in between each paragraph. I promise. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, there's yes. like... 
There's like three spaces like, between each one. Yeah. Okay, weird. Yes. Okay. Um, but um, this is from. Oh no! I'm like scrolling. I'm like this author like put like actual Japanese characters. <laughs> yeah, we'll ignore that. That's it's only once in the fix, okay, so okay. we'll we'll ignore that. Um, basically, um, I mean, I'll read for Victor because it's from his point of view. Okay. Um, you can read for Yuri. Um, and Yuri's mom speaks at one point. Okay. Um. I guess I can just read for her, I guess. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, so this is a modern royalty AU. It is an arranged marriage, but it, it ends cutely. So um, I will be taking a break Liz. in the middle because I, what? I just had a gray hair. Oh, no. <laughs> Not another one. It's like pure silver. Okay, sorry. I just like saw that. I was like, oh, my God. Um, okay, go ahead. Sorry, you're saying you're I will be a taking a break in the middle of it because I did two different excerpts of the fic, and I'll have mm-hmm. to explain stuff that happens in the middle, and okay. I will be spoiling the end for it. So, you will warning, be- guys. Okay. <laughs> so, if anybody's interested, after the first half, skip. <laughs> um, um. Okay. Okay. And I will not be doing a bad Russian accent because I can't do that. I think you should. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> I can't um, fucking I'm not do, do a Japanese accent because I think that would be really racist. So <laughs> you don't have to do the accent. I don't have to do the accent. <laughs> I think you should do the accent, however, because I, I don't know how balls. to do a Russian accent. Just, just like say everything in your deep voice, like you're mocking. That's me. not a Russian I accent. Don't know. It's a bad one. It's a bad. Uh, one. Are we gonna get canceled by Russian? I'm not doing a Russian accent. Let's get canceled by Russians, Liz. I can't do it. I can't do it. They're going to cancel you for not doing it. I'm, I'm starting. Japan okay. is quite different. <laughs> it wasn't like Victor thought Japan wasn't, um, wasn't beautiful. God, no. As Victor looks around now, he knew he could spend all day marveling at the beauty and wonder that the foreign country held. He just thought that Japan was quite a jump from Russia. With a new language and the different culture set in. However, he loved the lanterns and the cute accents, along with the cor- um, the courteous people that greeted them once they arrived. The overly hospitable behavior shouldn't surprise Victor anymore, considering he's a Tsar. I'm not pronouncing the full thing. I don't know how to pronounce the full thing, and I'm not butchering it. Um, the Tsar of Russia. Tsarevik? Tsarevik or something? Yeah. Of Russia, the heir to the throne. Why was he in Japan in the first place, you may ask? If you were to ask Victor, the only answer you would probably get from him was, it's because my parents wanted me to be here. The moment the um, the Russian monarchy had stepped off the plane, they were immediately greeted by the friendly power couple of the nation, the emperor and empress of Japan, accompanied by their battalion of guards, of course. Um, I am not reading, I don't know what the Japanese, Japanese characters, characters. Um, I want to say some of it says Konnichiwa. Yeah, I mean, saw, like, yeah, I recognize assumption. those first, like on the right hand side, the first two characters, and I believe that's Kono, but I don't know. Oh, we have I forgot. Uh, we have Yuri's dad and Yuri's mom. They say like one line, so okay, we'll, I'll we'll do just dad. Okay, that's that's you then. Oh, Konnichiwa, old friend. How are you? The pudgy Japanese emperor greets Victor's father with a half-hearted pat on the back which his father chuckles at as they both exchange casual greetings. Victor was surprised at how well his parents were getting along with the imperial family, considering how serious and stoic they usually are around other government officials. And it, um, is it maybe because they have some history together? Or is it maybe because Victor is, was going to be married to their son? Ah, oh, let's not forget our future son-in-law, the empress said as she addressed Victor, a smile on her soft face and a twinge of an accent in her voice. Victor was unsh- was unsure. Victor is unsure on what he would feel at the word son-in-law, but he figured if this woman was going to be his mother-in-law, then they'd have then he'd have no problem with it. It's been Her so smile- long since I watched Yuri on Ice, and I just remembered what his mom looks like. She's a sweet woman. I want to rewatch Yuri. I want to rewatch so many shows. I know. Yuri on Ice was actually like genuinely so like, a good. Really good show. When will we ever get more of it? God, who knows? For real. Yeah, um, her smile is warm enough to is enough to warm the whole airport. My, you look so young. Are you sure we're he's already twenty seven? 
Oh, his father. Oh my god, I keep forgetting. Bah, so he is, but he acts like he's 12 from time to time. That's Victor's father. Um, his father remarks, <laughs> and the whole time, the whole of them laugh. Victor rolls his eyes, but he, he smiles nonetheless as he goes to shake both of their hands. It's a pleasure. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a pleasure to meet you, your highness. He says softly, but his eyes wander and he realizes that it was only just the two of them, not considering the numerous bodyguards, with no Japanese prince in sight. Excuse me, but may I ask, where is the crown prince? I'm quite curious on seeing my betrothed, considering we've never met before. Victor asks, adding the last, um, in the last line for good measure. The empress sighs vehemently. Ooh, nice big word. Uh, um, her short brown locks waving in the wind. Unfortunately, he's unable to accompany us today since he has business matters to attend to in Fuku Fukuoka. Fukuoka. Uh, Fukuoka. But hopefully um, we'd be with him soon. Um, so now here's a break. And mm -hmm. so essentially, uh, I will be spoiling the entire fic. I'm very sorry. Okay, so um, skip like five minutes if you don't want to hear it. Yeah, so basically, um, Victor is a fan of figure skating. We got to keep the figure skating in there, of you course, know. Of and so he sneaks. Out, well, he doesn't sneak away. He has his bodyguards bring him to like a local skating rink, and he sees a beautiful Japanese man with short black hair and glasses ice skating. Oh Crazy! My God. And um, nice. they yeah. <laughs> basically, he doesn't get the the man's name and. They form a good friendship, and Victor even ends up developing a crush on the on the uh, man who he is meeting up with at the um, ice skating rink multiple times, and they share their love of ice skating and blah 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 blah. And basically, um, he Victor is still not met um, who he's to marry, and mm -hmm. this is their engagement party, and so this is the first time he's going to meet him. So. I wonder what will happen. <laughs> um, Victor has never felt guiltier in his life. He carried that guilt all throughout the day, even when he ate breakfast, when they drove to the palace, when they stuffed him in his, in his engagement suit. That um, that gnawing, I think they meant Where nod. Yeah, I think they meant nod instead of gnawing. Um, nod at his stomach until the actual... Um, no. Wait, I'm lost. Where are we? <laughs> um... Right. Oh, okay. Where's the, yeah. I thought we were like further along, and I was like, oh, no. sorry. I think they meant to add that was that was gnawing at his yes. stomach until the actual party. The guilt was consisted of a different brew of emotions. Victor could recognize said brew as some sort of fucked up coffee. He was guilty for that ring staff because of the reporters that could mess up, that caused a mess with that previous day. He was guilty for being caught. He was guilty for stealing the man's glasses. He felt. He was guilty for his fiance because Victor fell in love with someone else. There, well, he said it. At first sight, though. Okay. What? They're pulling up the love at first sight, then. No, no, no. Because no, they they like met up multiple times at the oh, ice skating. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So and like the, he develops this is the first feelings time that they're meeting like in the royal setting. Yeah, because he doesn't know. Oh, he doesn't okay, know. Okay. And so essentially, Did none sorry. of them have phones. No, okay, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I forgot to mention. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Um. Victor had tried to look um, up Yuri, but there's, like, a whole article where it's, like, no one's really seen him because his parents say he's very shy and doesn't like the public, uh, so he's been shielded from the public ever okay. since he was, like, a little boy. That makes so, sense. So, sorry, I, I like, forgot to mention that big piece <laughs> of that big piece of information. Yes, I that is very important. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> sorry! <laughs> but Yuri it recognizes Victor, obviously, at the ring. Right, so. right, right. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, that's also like a big thing. I didn't even think about that. So Yuri recognized Victor, but Victor obviously can't recognize him. Nice him. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like a little test to be like, are you actually worthy? Um, yeah, kind of. Um, essentially. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. No, not really. Um, before, <laughs> before this, no, before this, actually, Yuri asked Victor, he goes like, oh, I'm really nervous. And Victor's like, why are you nervous? He's like, oh, like, for just a bunch of things. Like, how do you know if you're worthy of someone's love? And it's Aww. cute stuff like that. I love this ship. It's so good. This ship um, is a good ship. Yeah. Um, Victor had the blue room glasses tucked in his suit pocket for the whole day, not knowing why, but the lenses comfort him for some reason, although the comforting part didn't seem to have an effect on his physical aspect. He looked pale. He looked very wary. He looked tired. He was hoping that his suit, a bright violet was ele with elegant gold designs, would distract the audience from his deathly face. The engagement party had begun and was held in the pa at the palace. 
Numerous elite guests, Japanese and Russian alike, were invited wearing extravagant clothing. The music played, the alcohol was passed around, and Victor's guilt progressed as the night carry as the night came along. Are we gonna get drunk, Yuri? No, no, no. no. Oh, dang it! I love I love drunk Yuri. That's a um, thing. He was a little excited, you could say. Because finally, finally, he'd be able to see his fiance for once. Finally, after one week of wondering and fear and, um, oh, sorry, this is someone else. I forgot there's so many people that speak in this fic. Um, yeah, well, I'll just do a generic okay, voice. Okay. Oh, no, the driver said there'll be traffic, so he's going to be late, Hiroko said. And Victor nearly bashes his head against the nearest wall. Victor scowls as he steals the flute of champagne from a waiter, sipping the drink and hoping that the that the fizzy drink would admonish his anticipation. He, I love all these big words. I know. You can these tell are big words. like, where's the closest thesaurus and what words can I substitute in? I love it. I love these big words. They make me happy. Um, he looks for someone, anyone who, who could distract him from his thoughts. But no, his parents were happily chatting with a few officials. Yura and the game gang were fashionably late and his wonderful oh so mysterious fiance would finally want to fuck around with him more by not even attending the goddamn engagement party it's been like they haven't seen each other at all right. no seemingly um victor exits the main hall going to the nearby balcony breathing in a cold night breeze it almost reminds him of a certain scene in a rink parking lot where he spreads his arm and lets himself loose for the momentary bliss as the man with brown eyes watches him from so- with some sort of wonder he closed the- okay, sorry, let me skip all this, because we've been going for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically, he's kind of, like, daydreaming, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. And, and but now we get to- he gets shaken out of his reverie when he hears one of the- one of his father's officials call him from the balcony entrance, bowing deeply. Your Majesty, the Imperial Prince has arrived. Victor nods, no longer feeling the excitement of seeing this person he was meant to spend his whole life with. He heads back to- into the hall, seeing the people- are anxiously waiting for the large double doors, double doors that serve as the entrance and exit to the main hall to open, and they do. And now, beloved Imperial Prince of Japan, Prince Yuri, um, sorry, Prince Katsuki Yuri, and um, that's where Victor realizes how fate was twisted, cruel creature who loved playing with people and their emotions. But if he had the chance, he would kiss Faith and thank she him it repeatedly, because he got played in the best of ways. Honestly, like, Victor... Every other like character like ship dynamic, this like would have like this sort of like plot would lead to a lot of drama. Victor and Yuri is like probably the only like dynamic I can think of off the top of my head where it's like Victor would love this. Like, yeah, he'd be this, like, Yes! He'd be like so happy that he got to like play this like game. Yup. Victor doesn't know what to expect, but the sight of the man makes his feet go on autopilot. From the top of winding stairs that lead to the balcony, he was previously on the very bottom in a matter of seconds. And he did so without taking his bewildered gaze off the man, which was pretty damn impressive. The Japanese man looked around, face shy, but as strong, but strong as his brown eyes flittered around the r- through the room, seeing if the people were scrutinizing him despite the warm applause softly after his name was announced. His silky black hair, slicked and wispy, and framed his face beautifully. Looks, um, looks like midnight in Victor's eyes. Finally, Victor's jaw drops as he sees the man's suit, blue and silver. Yes but very much like his men to matches when the when there meets when they meet gazes victor knew from the knowingly shy smile the man gave victor fucking knew victor didn't even realize that he was now a few feet from the man blue eyes still wide and jaw jaw dragging on the floor the whole hall was hall was drenched in silence except for the faint music <laughs> in the background and some whispers shared by the guests victor blinked and the man chuckled behind a gloved hand they're all just like watching this. Like, yes, one last line, please. I'm sorry. It's just the sorry. man chuckled behind a nervous, chuckles behind a nervous chuckle behind a gloved hand. <laughs> chuckles a nervous chuckle. Shush. Last line, please. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing like him like zooming up the stairs and like stopping every few seconds, like stare, and everybody there is like kind of staring at like why is the foreign dude eye fucking our prince. Like, what the... Um, they're getting married, so... Yeah, but still. Okay, imagine how awkward that must be to watch. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but we love it. Um, what are your thoughts? Cute fic, I thought right? that was very, very cute. Yes, um, it's... 
I did like it. So is there anything like else after that, or is that kind of um? There's a little then? bit more after it. Yes. So and what like, happens next? They just they're like they dance and they're like happy. Yeah, and they're kind of just like talking. He's like, oh, when you asked if you were worthy, blah. All it's just it's cute. Oh, and like it comes like full it, circle. It's so cute. I really suggest okay, it. That does sound really cute. I do like um, that a lot. Yeah. Um. Will you continue to read royalty AUs? Definitely, if I come across them. Though I will admit, like, I, I do tend to be hesitant just because, like, as I said before, they tend, sometimes they don't ha- seem like they're written by the right age for the age group they're written for, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, yes. I do like the cute ones like this. So thank yes. you for sharing, Liz. Ah, we love. Okay. So, um, what did you get, Gabs? <laughs> I got polyamory. And um, before anybody is either offended or upset at my lack of enthusiasm, I do just want to preface my entire portion with I was in a polyamorous relationship for a good six or eight months. I can't remember exactly. It was um, back in high school. And it was a very unhealthy, toxic relationship on all sides. Like, I was not innocent in it. Um, We were all just not a good thruple (laughs) um, for each other. And it just really, like, enforced how monogamous I am personally. And um, so I just, like, I'm happy if other people are polyamorous and happy, but I am personally just not about that. So um, if I seem a little eh during this portion, I just want to warn you guys that is why. And it's nothing against people who are polyamorous or think it's cool. So, that being said, Liz, do you have any experience or knowledge with polyamory? Um, I'm trying to think of fics, because I feel like I've had to have read a fic, like, a well, couple Well, I mean, do you have, fics. like, any, like, multi-ships? Like, OT3s? Um, I don't think I really have any OT3s personally, mm-hmm. but, like, I have, um, the thing is, like, I don't have any OT3s. But I will, like, ship one character with multiple different people. Yes, I, I definitely <laughs> like, multi-ship as well, but I, I tend I don't to keep think it I really, Yeah, I don't think I really have any OT3s. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think sometimes the, the, like, I will read it if, like, I come across it and I think it's, like, a good, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think it looks good. Like, I will read it, you know, but I'm not personally going out for it. But if I see it and I think, okay, I like these characters, this sounds good, mm-hmm. let's go in, you know? Yeah, at this point in my life, I tend to really only go for um, poly ships when it's porn, just because of my negative experiences with it, so I don't always like reading about it. But, oh, um, I usually get it with, like, porn fix. Yes. To be it's fair, that's, very like... very easily found in porn, so... Other than, like, the Stucky College <laughs> AU, that's kind of all I read. <laughs> You're valid. <laughs> um, so, all that being said... Um, I do want to say, so the other names that you'll usually see for polyamory and fanfic are polyship, teamfic, as in referencing, like, a sports team, and they're all shipped together, or, like, you know, they're, like, a family ship, kind of, so it's, like, I feel like the Haikyuu teams are a really good example. Some people, like, ship all of Karasuno with each other, and, like, they're all in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And then OT3s, OT4s, etc., etc. And then another word that you might see associated with it is the word poly. But I do just want to note that um, the prefix poly is technically reserved for people of Polynesian descent. And um, people of Polynesian descent have explicitly asked multiple times that those um, using, like, those participating, I'm participating, but, like, who um, sent around identities using a prefix poly don't shorten it to mean poly. So polygender, polyamorous, like, et cetera, et cetera, to say the full word. Um, some people now say polyam. Instead of just, you know, or, like, polyamory. So, yes, that is a quick thing I wanted to point out. Uh, The other thing to make it polyamory is that it has to be three or more characters. And in fanfic terms, it actually dates back to the late um, 1980s, like, early 1970s. And I actually found, like, the first documented fanfic with it, which was really, really cool to find. Uh, Thank you, fan lore, for that. Um, However, until recently, it was almost always porn. Mm -hmm. In recent years, uh, as polyamory becomes more accepted in mainstream society, you'd see a lot more of just, like, cutesy fluff polyamory fics, but um, Mm -hmm. definitely used to only be a porn thing. And that also is because uh, 
in the 20th century, most fanfic was split into slash, het, or gen, meaning so like het and slash were in the porn, and then you had the general stuff. Yeah. Um, it's always been very, very popular in Star Trek, and forgive me because I am not like into Star Trek at all, so like I know Spock and that's about it. So um, because of that, I didn't feel comfortable like copying any names or like stories because I was like, I don't know how to pronounce most of these things and I don't want to screw it up and have everyone make fun of me. But um, I do want to give a quick shout out to popular Star Trek author Gail F., um, who wrote the first, uh, what people believe to be the first OT3 porn in 1978 for fanfic. Ooh, for crazy. Star Trek. That's cool. And um, I also looked at, I look, like, they had a whole page dedicated to um, fan lore, and I was looking at it, and I was like, well, it's really cool because it had, um, what's it called? Like, all, I forgot words. Oh, images. So Gail apparently also, like, illustrated a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's literally just porn, but, like, mm-hmm. done in, like, coloring book style. Like, like it literally, like, the lines are, like, so, like, crisp and clean. Like, it looks like someone's supposed to, like, color it in, but, <laughs> It's from a sign, right? Yeah, so, well, it was first published in 1978, and by published, I mean it was, like, passed around, like, handwritten, passed around friends. And then Obscine, which I'm assuming stands for Obscure Zine, uh, was in the fourth edition of that in 1980. And then since then has been in a couple, like, redistributions, but um, I don't think Gail has been active since like early 90s late 80s I'm I mean I guess like if Gail was writing you know explicit fanfic in the 70s they are probably our parents age by now yeah so I I, think like the idea of like zines for fan fiction back in the mm -hmm. day is so cool to me you know it is like like, you would get your your fan fiction and zines still exist but they're mostly like fan art yeah I think there's not a whole lot of thick um, I think um, it'd be cool. I would love to get, like, a fig sign. Like, I, I, I think, think it'd be really fun. I do fun. think it, it's more of a um, money error, like, a copyright issue now. Yeah. Like, even though we have a lot of um, laws protecting fan works, I, I like, you have you can't charge for designs that you yeah. picked. Like, God, that sort of thing. That makes me so sad. But and I people think who do really are technically fun. breaking the law, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, most fan art being sold technically breaks the law but yeah most companies kind of look the other way as long as you're not making like a huge profit yeah it makes me so sad because like i would love to have that back like that's mm-hmm. such that's such like a classic part of early like um i like, mean i think nerd you also need era. to remember that like early nerd era was like no more than a couple hundred people in each city yeah Whereas i mean i read like thousands of people at every convention i was reading like a uh like i read a book on the history of like nerd cult nerd and geek culture mm-hmm. and how it's evolved from like that obscure like you know you'd have like a couple of people mm-hmm. to like where it's now like like some of our top selling movies are literally comic book movies mm-hmm. and like star wars is super just like kind of all that stuff and it was from the perspective of someone who was like when they were younger it was like a weird thing to be into and like it was like you know you only have like a couple people and like he was writing where he's like when I went to college like it was so crazy because I had all these people who were into the same things as I was and going to like the conventions as well as like my uncle who was really into sci-fi back in the day would Mm -hmm. be like you would go to these sci-fi conventions would would just be like small hotel lobbies and all these sci-fi authors would walk around and you would just casually meet them it's nothing like it is today right and just old geek culture fascinates me so much and i think Mm -hmm. that's just such a cool part of it i mean you should definitely look into the the history surrounding atlanta's geek culture because we have some of like the oldest geek culture like Mm -hmm. anime week in atlanta is from like i believe like 99 98 like literally like the year i was born Mm -hmm. and like seeing old pictures of it like it used to be like in a hotel room basically (laughs) i love looking at like vintage like cosplay and stuff i love it oh my god it's my favorite i love that sort of thing Okay, sorry, we're getting a little off topic. Um, but yeah, so that was what's thought to be the first um, OT3 fanfic, uh, which is really cool. And it's really popular, like polyamory is generally really popular in the following fandoms. Um, Avengers, but specifically for the comic versions, not so much MCU. Uh, Bandom, so like Panic! the Disco uh, is really big with that, that sort of thing. 
K-pop, um, notably BTS, people like to go like OT7. There's seven boys, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. like OT7, like in, in so like I'm a huge BTS fan. If people don't know, well, I, I know OT OT7. Mm-hmm. It's it can be used in fan fiction terms, but mm-hmm. a lot of the fandom just use like OT7 as the fact that like some people are really nasty and like to ignore certain members as a part of the group or be like these aren't members of the group. So we use it more as like an OT7 as like we love all the members of the group. Like, yeah, I was like we to support say, them like, all together. My best friend um, was really into C-pop in high school and K-pop, and so she was really into XOM and EXO and all that. And so um, she would always, like, use the term, like, OT4 or whatever to refer to, like, the original members of the band. So I've seen that used, too. Yeah. But um, obviously people do ship in K-pop. Yeah. So. Um, DC Comics, it's really popular. Fire Emblem in, like, literally all of the games you will find ships. Something that makes me really uncomfortable, however, is that a lot of, like, the popular ships in Fire Emblem games are, like, involving twins or siblings or something. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, that's the entirety of Fates, so I can't be that mm-hmm. mad. But um, it's usually, like, including, like, Ephraim and Erica and, like, someone, I don't remember the person they're normally shipped with, but that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I was really happy, though, to see a shout-out to my favorite, like, honestly, the only, like, OT3 I actually have, which is Claire, Tobin, and Grey in Fire Emblem um, Echoes, um, which was like the remake of Shadows of Valencia, or not the remake, I don't remember which one it was the remake of, but it's Echoes, Shadow of Valencia, and um, if you guys have ever played it, you'll know what I'm talking about, they just have the best camp chemistry ever, um, and then it's really popular in Haikyuu, you see it a lot with the team shipping, as well as um, Bokuaka Kurosuki, and any variation of that is extremely popular. Uh, Harry Potter, especially with uh, they call it trio fix when it's the golden trio and golden also, trio baby. And then you also see it a lot with um, like Harry, uh, Draco, and Snape was a really popular one. Oh Harry, God, Draco, no! Hermione was the other really popular one. Oh um, God, no! Merlin, One Piece. Apparently, it's very popular to ship the whole crew. Oron, you ship the whole host club, which um, I'm not sure how that works because I I never understood polyamory when like people who are related are involved. I'm like. I'm like, how can you date, like, both twins, you know? Yeah. And then, like, also, like, Honey and Mori are cousins. Oh, my God. I I totally forgot about that. Everybody ship them. (laughs) They're cousins, baby. Oh, my God, Liz. Oh, my. I shipped them. Like, I forgot. I never. I just. I forgot. I I like them as just, like, super close. And, like, I like them having, like, you know, like, and I don't ship them, but, like, Like I like when they're brotherly affection. Okay, that's fair. Um, But they're they're cousins, please. I can't believe I forgot about that. (laughs) Another popular um, Rooster Teeth, Sherlock, not the BBC version. It's usually just, like, in general Sherlock. Like, um, people like to see Sherlock, John, and Mary together. And then Sense Eight, I I never was into, but apparently there's two canon. I believe there were throuples at the end of the series, which is cool. Uh, Voltron, people like to ship the paladins together in all sorts of ways. Isn't like the popular one like Keith Shiro and Lance's? Yes, like the very three? popular. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that. Schleith. Schleith. <laughs> <laughs> I remember part of what stopped me from watching Voltron. Like I got into Voltron right before, right when season two came out. And part of what got like stopped me from getting into it when it first came out was the ship named Sheath. I really? could not stand that they were called Sheath. <laughs> I hey, it's the worst it's, name. It's better than Sheath and Matt's fucking ship name. <laughs> I, <laughs> true, I forgot people shipped Shiro and Matt, which was Shat. <laughs> Voltron had like the worst names ever. <laughs> and then uh, Supernatural, of course, which uh, the really popular one is Dean Cass and Sam. And then um, something that I literally had like ha- take like a breather from the wheezing so hard. Top Gear. Do you know the show list? Top Gear. Uh, give me one second because the name is familiar. It's, okay, you don't have to look it up. It's one of my dad's favorite shows. It's a show about cars. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's a real people. Like, it's like talk. It was like talk show hosts basically I see, talking I, about I cars. Just, I just looked it up, and there's like a trio. <laughs> yeah, a trio. and they just talk about cars, and like I haven't God, watched that it in years. Like something my dad, my dad would it. fucking. Yeah, watch. my dad used to be obsessed with that show. It's a British show, and so he oh, watched he wouldn't it all watch the time. it. Okay, never mind. I lied. <laughs> um, sorry. No, nothing against the Brits. I just it's if it's not on Discovery Channel, he's not really watching. Oh, it. that's fair. That's fair. No, but my dad. Um, I just used to watch that's my fucking dad, crazy. and I saw that, and I was like, wait. I had to, like, click the link on Fanlord and, like, I was like, are you sure? And yes, it's for the fucking show. 
Oh no. <laughs> I was like, why are people writing for Top Gear? Okay, make it make it sense. It is. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Okay, so uh, moving on. As I said before, like because I'm not really comfortable with you know polyamory personally, I didn't want to do a super long fic, and I only wanted to do one. So I actually managed to find thanks to Fanlore the what is commonly thought of the very first Harry Potter trio fic. So, so it's Golden Trio. Yes. So I believe it's from two thousands, like early two thousands. Um. I don't know if the website that um, I found it on a web archive that was linked in Mm -hmm. Fanmore. The website is originally called quillandink.org. I'm guessing Uh it was a Harry Potter fan site. I don't know if that's still active. Which Golden Trio member did you have a crush on when you were a kid? Go. Hermione. Oh, that's that's much better than me. (laughs) You like Ron? (laughs) Yeah. Liz! (laughs) He was funny! I just liked Hermione because she had a cat and we had the same hair. He was funny. <laughs> he was funny. Sure was. You can keep telling yourself that. He Honestly, was funny. I will say, like, I just, like, I think I more had a crush on, like, Emma Watson than I did That's Hermione so as a fucking valid. Because oh, I read the books. I love Emma Watson. Sixth grade, I think. And then I watched, like, all the movies with my friend, um, like, between sixth and eighth grade. Because I think we were in eighth grade when the last one came out. Um, I was into it. So my most, like, my mom was really into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So, um, I tried reading, like, the first book in fourth grade by myself. Really mm-hmm. hard, you know? I mean, they're not, like, the, like, I could follow it, but it was, it was, like, a hard book for a fourth grader to be reading. Definitely, definitely. But I'd, I'd watch them all, and I think I was caught up by the sixth movie? No, that, oh my god, wait, I'm sorry, I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. What which one was? Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. No, that must have been before. I was caught up by Order of the Phoenix because oh, cool. I I have a really vivid memory of seeing Order of the Phoenix in the theaters because I was visiting my cousin in Ireland and mm-hmm. because Ireland and England get the movies a little bit earlier than America. Right. So I got to see Order of the Phoenix before everyone. Oh, that's really so cool. I saw it in Ireland with my cousins, and yeah. So after that, I was caught up and saw the movies in theaters. So yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think I more so. I think I had a crush on Sirius. For oh, reason. that's really good taste. Um, but like not even like you know Marauders era. Like I just thought Sirius was hot. I don't know what was wrong with me because <laughs> I look at his, like his actor now, and I'm not like that attracted to it. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Um, Ron was my my golden trio crush, and then as I grew up and got into like late middle school, early high school, uh, mm. Liz had a crush on Draco because of yeah, course you I still fucking have a crush did. On Draco. I, yeah, because of course I fucking did. The only Draco you know? I have a crush on is the one played by Warren. <laughs> we love we love that. Warren I love Stark like, and Draco. So funny. Warren Lopez is literally like my favorite person. Speaking of very popular musical, um, Nick like the crowd like helped one of their kickstarters or something and they sent him this fucking like letter that was like your acceptance letter to pig thoughts and then yeah. he's seen very popular musical as Liz and I, I have love- like pig thoughts it's on Mars that's so fucking cool. um it's literally like my favorite thing and he left it here so I've had it sitting in my room because <laughs> oh just, my god I love it that's um, so iconic you can send me a picture later anyways so the actual fic is called Verita Serum, Verita Serum, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, by Calliope. Um, and I think they, this, like, this fic predates Homestuck, so before anyone gets ideas. Whoa. Um, and, oh, the rating was a hard R, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. Uh, so yeah, there is porn in this, as I think most early fanfiction was generally porn. Yeah. Because um, usually people just wanted porn. So yes. I took um, a little excerpt from it. It's kind of confusing but like long story short so the only excerpt i have is actually between harry and hermione and ron Uh comes at the very end yeah um but she basically for some reason she's writing letters like it's in the future so it's porn but they're not like they're out of school like this is after everything and this was written before like the final books came out so i don't know (laughs) what the author like um because i okay so um but she's writing letters to the boys and they meet her and this was like them meeting basically so um i'll read for hermione because she's um 
I'll be the, I'll be Harry, mm-hmm. baby. So you can be my Harry. For a moment, he thought he had the wrong door, but Dobby had assured him that this was the right place before vanishing in a puff of smoke in typical. Ha- oh wait, I lied. I forgot the cue. It's okay. Just, I, I can I can be I can be Harry. That's fine. Okay. Um, he knocked once more, again when feeling the desperate urge to bolt and run far, far away. Then the door opened, and it was her, and his chest felt painfully tight, like he'd forgotten how to breathe. It was all he could do to keep from shoving her up against the doorframe and kissing her breathless. He clenched his fists in the pocket of his jacket to stop them from burying themselves in her thick brown curls. Are we doing bra- bad British yes. accents? Okay. Hermione! Every. <laughs> She stood back to let him in. His arm pressed against her as he entered, and he felt as if he'd been shot. She closed the door behind her. May I take your coat? Her voice was cool, as if she was talking to a colleague, but underneath the professional facade, he detected something almost canopy. He handed her his coat, and she hung it on a hook by the door. God, she was beautiful. Her hair was still as thick and bushy as it was years ago, hanging to her shoulders in a soft brown cloud. She wore no makeup, as he remembered. She wasn't the type to fool with that, and he didn't blame her. She She's not to. like other girls. She's not like other girls. I mean, this is like peak, not like, I mean, like other girls' era, so. Yeah, that's fair. Her dark blue robes were loose and floaty, swishing around her ankles as she walked. She was holding herself differently, somehow. He didn't know whether it was just that he hadn't seen her in years, or in the fact that she was now a teacher. But she seemed more confident, more secure. More in control of herself than he'd ever seen her. It was almost like the night of the Yule Ball, but magnified in a way with the passage of time. How could we have been so stupid? How are you? She asked, snapping him out of his stupor. stupor? I'm fine. Know. I've missed you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like, not pronounce the H to be like a bad accent. Harry. Harry. <laughs> she said, touching his arm lightly. That did it. Just hearing her say that she'd missed him drove the last conscious thought of, out of his mind as he pulled her close and kissed her. She tasted wonderful, like honey and milk. Isn't <laughs> usually like milk and like honey? A, yeah, I was going to say, also like milk and honey to me like doesn't sound that good of a combination. Oh, um, I, mm, milk and honey, mm, beautiful. Her body pressed against his, returning his kiss fervently, her hands sticking into his shoulders, and he thought he would melt right into the floor at the feel of her. It was too much, too soon, after so long apart, and he pulled back, breathless. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do this. She smiled, her lips slightly swollen from the kiss. Don't be sorry. It's okay, but we should talk first. Yeah, talk. His mind was glad for that, but other parts of his body were beginning to protest. There was a knock at the door. Are you expecting someone else? Harry asked. And then he knew. He knew it was on the other side of the door just by the Oh no! Oh no, he's he's gonna be jealous. What are you playing at, Hermione? <laughs> he said, feeling his face flush. Whether from anger or embarrassment, he didn't know. Don't thank Harry. Just go with it, please. Her voice was desperate, pleading. She went to the door. Oh and my then, gosh. Yeah. Um I didn't read the rest of it because I was already having a roller coaster of emotions. Um Yeah. That is Verita Serum by Calliope. Uh, from Quill and Ink. I'm actually going to check right now. Is quillandink.org still a thing? No, it is not. Um, it's okay. Okay, no, it's not. There's a copyright from 2021 on it, but and like it, it's a valid website registered at namecheap.com. Um, okay, so I guess they probably got taken down uh, before fanfic had proper like defensive laws. That's fair. It happens. Um, but yeah, um, as I said, uh, I probably, uh, I probably will read it, but in sparing, not searching for it. Mm-hmm. I'm more of just a multi shipper over, uh, polyamorous shipper. Definitely same. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm, I yeah. I don't really have anything else to add. I just thought it was really cool though that fan lore. Um, which, if you don't remember, guys, we use fan lore for a lot of our sources, occasionally other stuff too. But fan lore is just such like a rich trove for it's uh, so great culture. And I thought it was really neat that they had like these fics linked in there, and they had their own pages on fan lore, so I was able to find out more about each um fic, which was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always nice to like do a little history deep dive. And yeah. like, I love like imagining these authors like you know are probably twice our age now, and I think that's really neat. Yeah, um, so I guess that's it. Uh, what's your social media, Gabs? Thank you for asking, Liz. 
You can find me at Flighty the Nerd, F-L-I-G-H-T-Y-N-E. Wait. No. <laughs> I spelled that wrong. Oh my god. You can find me at Flighty the Nerd across Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, um, Twitter. <laughs> I think that's all of it. What about you, Liz? Um, did you say Instagram? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm okay. just kind of stupid. I apologize. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Lazily Liz. L A Z I L Y L I Z. And Liz, our... that's how to spell. Yeah. Compared crazy. to me. Um, that's crazy considering I don't know how to read and speak. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, our social media, you can find us at um, on Instagram, um, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm so sorry. That was cute. COVID. Stop, you're scaring me. (laughs) I have to get I'm getting tested on Thursday because I need to wait so long after I last saw my dad. So yeah. Um but um you can find us on sorry, once again, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook either at Trope Podcast or their Trope's Battle for Dominance. Um, if you want to email us any, um, just like any support, any, um, um, like any suggestions, trope suggestions, once again, please email me good maze runner fan fictions. If you have them, I'm still (laughs) on the search, um, at, um, trope dominance at gmail.com. Yes. And, um, also it would mean a whole lot to us if you guys could leave a review wherever you're listening to our podcast, um, it especially would help us uh, if you did it on Anchor or Spotify, as those are our main platforms. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that's it. And we'll, of course, keep you guys updated as we become available on more platforms. Thank you awesome. so much for tuning in, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you next episode. <laughs>